Dad podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And he is my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. So what is something that you have tried really hard to like, but just can't? Yeah. um, Just recently, amazingly. I'm reading this book, and it was a book that came highly recommended from other authors. Uh, It's one they read at West Point. It's kind of a book about war, this guy and his life. Mm -hmm. But it got to this one scene that just, it was, it wasn't necessarily a a bad scene. It was just, I just didn't really enjoy it. And it kind of gave me a bad taste for the whole book. Right. Because I thought, I really don't care anymore. Yeah. And it took me a while to figure out that and, and kind of give myself permission to go, I'm not going to read any more of that. Right. Um, because there's something when you start a book, you're like, okay, I need to finish. It. I need to finish. Right. it, And you kind of feel bad if you don't. But it was one of those I just couldn't like it's been probably a month since I've read any of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I just don't want to read it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do something else. And, uh, and I've been that way with movies recently. Like last night, I tried to watch one movie. Nope. After about 10 minutes, I didn't care. And then I end up watching anime. So I don't know if anime is ruining me mm-hmm. or, or it's just anime so good. I keep going back to that. Yeah, I, I don't know. For me personally, I used to be mostly a movie person. Yeah. And I didn't like shows. Yeah. Uh, just because they lasted forever. Mm-hmm. But then something happened in college where I started watching shows and stopped watching movies really yeah. that much. And yeah. so now I'm a show person more so and I watch movies occasionally. Yeah. And so it's it's switched. It is. For me, something that I've tried really hard to like, but I just couldn't, is coffee. Mm. Man, the world loves coffee. You see coffee on signs. Coffee's everywhere from the fast food restaurant to the local donut shop to whole places are specifically dedicated to coffee. Mm -hmm. It's America's drink. In fact, it's the world's drink. They love it in every nation. But it just tastes gross to me. Yeah. It just doesn't taste good. I agree. Like it tastes like liquid sadness. <laughs> it's it's just bitter and it, it leaves like this really gross aftertaste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And and guys, I've tried to like it. I really have. I've had I've tried coffees at different places. I've tried it from the quote unquote real spots. You know, oh this ain't Starbucks. This is local coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's just not good. I, I had a friend one time in college who his parents uh, owned a coffee shop and they were also bean distributors. And so he got this special variety that was like grown in the shade and it was famous for not being bitter and it was like had a fruity aftertaste. This is what he described it to me as. And he was like, you gotta try it. And I was like, okay. And I tried it. It was still liquid sadness. It just didn't didn't taste good, man. Yeah, yeah. And, And I like hot drinks, don't get me wrong. I love hot tea, um, a hot drink in the morning. There's nothing better than that. Yeah, it's true. It's fantastic. But it's the literal taste of coffee that I just can't get past. Yeah. And I do, I put cream and sugar in my tea. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing that to try and accentuate the flavor of the tea. Like I want it to yeah. have that more smooth taste or you know have the sweetness added to the flavor. But when I'm doing that with coffee, I'm just trying to mask it. 
I'm trying yeah. to make it as as little like coffee as I can. I think that's what a lot of people do. They just mask it with a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and and so, and as I've gotten older, the whole thing about caffeine and the amounts of caffeine in coffee mm-hmm. versus tea, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just I'm just going to stick with tea. That's I've, it. I've accepted the fact that I'm not a coffee person. I'm still going to try it once every like few years to see if maybe my taste buds have changed. <laughs> But I'm just not going to try that hard anymore. Yeah, it, I mean, it may be we we just weren't a coffee house. Yeah, and and we were tea drinkers, and I've never liked coffee, and and I've never tried to like it. I'm just like I don't like that. Yeah. Now my my mom loves coffee. Mm-hmm. She still drinks it all the time. Yeah. And she likes it just black, nothing else. See, that's just and I just can't do it. I feel like that's for gluttons for punishment. Yeah. It's like I want my taste buds to be assaulted and singed afterwards. <laughs> I hate my taste buds. Yeah. Deal with it, taste buds. Yeah. Okay, so the topic that we've been going through has been having a healthy body image. And today's focus is on long-term thinking. Um, A lot of times with health stuff, we fail to have long-term thinking. It's really the view of health versus weight. So my question to you would be, can you describe the difference between health and weight and how long-term think- thinking affects our body image? Yeah, I think what it is is when we change the way we think to become a healthy mindset, that's different from a got-to-lose weight mindset. Mm. A lot of people in our country have a I got to lose weight mindset. Mm. And so it becomes a chore. It becomes something they have to do. It's one more thing. But, but when you have a, a healthy mindset you begin making choices to just be healthier, to feel better, to have those things happen. Weight can come off during those, but it's usually slower mm-hmm. and it, it takes more time because you're adjusting your habits. Mm-hmm. And I think people people don't like that. They'd rather just lose the weight. I just want to lose the weight. I don't care about being healthy. I just want to look good. Right. And that's kind of a negative approach because then you end up doing all kinds of wild stuff or anything, what you want to do is have a long-term approach to where, what can I do that's healthy that in the long-term I can maintain that life? Right. Because that's the danger. People lose weight, then they gain it back, lose weight, they gain it back, which, number one, is not healthy for you. Yeah. But then they're not really doing anything to purposely live healthy. Right. And I think that's why you have to change instead of, like, to have a healthy body image, it comes from being healthy, mm-hmm. not just being skinny or losing weight. Right. I think you're totally right because eventually when you yo-yo diet and go back and forth, back and forth, mm-hmm. you beat yourself up. Yep. You're like driving yourself like a slave yep. to only yep. eat this much, trying to eat like a bird. And then once you get to that point, you lax off, you get back and you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to always be like this. I'm always going to yep. get back up to the weight I don't want to be at. And you eventually have an unhealthy body image to where you're always looking at yourself as not being where you should be. Yeah. And that's just not a good way to do it. And it makes it harder than it really should be. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, they do that. They they end up quitting. Mm-hmm. They end up just stopping thinking, I just can't. Mm-hmm. And so the process becomes too hard for them because in their mind, the process is all about the weight. Mm-hmm. And so they start saying things like, well, I'm not the type Right. to lose weight or mm-hmm. it's just too hard for me my metabolism is slower than everybody else's or whatever mm-hmm. and and some of those things may be true 
And we have to understand what's a healthy weight for us. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're trying to become Thor, that's not a healthy weight for anybody. Right. You know, and so you want to, okay, what is my healthy weight that I can maintain that fits my lifestyle? You know, you bring all those things into it. Yeah. Instead of just having a, I need to have a six pack. Right. Everything in my life is around having a six pack. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really not the purpose of life. No. It's to not. have a six pack. It's not. And when you try and rush the process, yeah. you'll get discouraged. Yeah. And you always say this, Dad, and I think it's totally true. Progress over perfection. Mm-hmm. It's all about the journey. Because yeah. the truth is, is if you look at health as a number on the scale and you do anything to get to that number, you'll end up not being healthy, ironically. Yeah. But if your goal is to live a better lifestyle, then then the health and, and the weight part of it becomes almost a symptom. It becomes an after effect. It's, it's a yeah. secondary effect. It is. Because he- like your weight is important. You don't want to be massively overweight. Yeah. And most people in America do have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. However, the way to get to a better weight and staying there is not trying to lose weight in and of itself. Yeah. It's trying to be healthy. Well, when the weight is the most important thing, that's when you get into the fad diets. That's when you get into the crazy advice you got from so-and-so who, you know, and you hear these wild stories. And and people, what they do is they're actually building unhealthy habits into their life. Mm -hmm. You know, like right now, you know, Carbs are the negative thing. Mm-hmm. So people are like, oh, I'm not going to eat any carb. Carbs are evil. And they're blaming the carb. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not the carb's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, we need carbs to live. It's mm-hmm. an energy source. Yep. And so what we do is sometimes we'll go back and forth. You know, well, I'm going to just eat all meat. Mm-hmm. So imagine what that does to your body. Mm-hmm. And and so what we want to do is live healthy to where we have the energy we're not following the fads mm-hmm. and we're doing something that's sustainable for us because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Every individual, like you talked about coffee earlier, some people love coffee, some people hate it. Every individual has foods they like, mm-hmm. foods they don't like, mm-hmm. exercises they like, exercises mm-hmm. they don't like. It's, true. it's very individualistic. So what you want to do is find what works for me, what's healthy in the long run yep. that I can keep doing no matter what. Yeah. And I think when you approach it with that mentality, then you get to keep a healthy view of food. Yeah. Because the danger is we'll go from one end of the spectrum to the other when it comes to our view of food. Yeah. We'll either be like, oh, food is how I deal with life. Or we'll get to the point of where food is the bane of my life. Yeah. And and you don't want to be like that. I remember Katie told me a story one time. That's my sister, by the way, for those who haven't heard that before. Uh, she said one time, I think she was at college and she had a friend who was like, Oh, I ate too much. I need to do a plank. And then she went and did a plank. And I had friends like that in college too. People yeah. who like would just skip meals if they were like, Ooh, I ate a lot. Let me just skip yeah. a meal. Yeah. And that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's not a healthy way to do life. Yeah. But that comes when you're so focused on maintaining a weight or losing weight yeah. or looking a certain way that you'll end up doing things, ironically, that hurt you in the long run. Yeah, I think some people who get into exercise are doing it to lose weight. Right. And so they'll do things like they'll overdo it. Mm-hmm. They'll do exercises they hate. Yep. And so they end up quitting mm-hmm. or they end up hurting themselves 
instead of figuring out what do I enjoy doing, what's something I can do, then they they take that long approach. Because like the girl, Katie's example, I mean, doing a plank is not going to matter. No. If you eat too much. It's going to burn like maybe one calorie. Maybe. And that's if you do a long plank. Yep. You know, it's, our bodies are so efficient. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost discouraging how efficient our bodies can, yeah, can yeah. do things. And, and so it's it's a matter of what you want to do is focus on. Okay, what can I do to maybe eat better portions where I can eat healthier? You know, things like that. Those are the things that are long term thinking, not okay. It's like the Romans. Mm-hmm. I mean, they used to overeat. They had a place they go. They tickle the back of their throat. They throw up, and then they go eat some more. That's just sick. Yeah. You know, who wants to do that? Yeah. You know, I'd rather just eat and enjoy what I'm eating mm-hmm. than not just think about what can I do to get more. Yeah. And I think that's the long-term approach is, okay, what can I do to be healthy? Not what can I do to quickly lose weight for a reunion or for this or for that? Yeah. I'll give you a great example from Emily and I's life. Actually, mm-hmm. from my life personally, really. Uh Let's look at the habit of working out, right? Long-term yeah. thinking versus short-term thinking. Yeah. When I first worked on getting into working out in college, I would I was thinking weight. I really yeah. was. I yeah. was like, I have weight I need to lose. And that was just that was true. I was a little chubby, but I mean, I wasn't huge chubby or anything yeah. like that. Uh, but what I did is I would go to the gym, I would turn on a show on Netflix, and I would just do the elliptical until I got to 600 calories. Which took about an hour, roundabout. Yeah, and it was terrible. I hated it. Uh, but I, I would, I was like, I'm only going to watch this show while I'm doing this. Yeah. So I ended up tolerating it, and it worked. It was not fun, and it did not encourage me to want to work out more. Yeah, I will yeah. say that. Yeah. However, a couple weeks ago, me and my wife went. and We played a game of tennis. We finished the game of tennis. She looked down at her Apple Watch and was like, "Oh my gosh, we burned 550 calories." One is a view of trying to lose weight that's miserable. Yeah. One is a journey of health that also happens to burn calories in the process. Yeah. And there's a million little decisions like that. So we got to keep that in mind. Let's let's focus on health Yeah. to where the burning of the calorie or the consumption of the right kind of food is a result of finding a healthy food that you like maybe. Yeah. And that's to me where people need to shift their mind to, okay, I want to do more long-term thinking. Mm-hmm. And apply that to my life. It may take me a little longer. It will. But I'm going to end up winning the race in the long run. You know, I'll have a healthy life and not just a yo-yo diet life. Yeah, exactly. And the truth is not every skinny person is healthy. No, no, they're not. And that's okay. It's it's okay to... Because you can be slightly overweight and be healthier than a very skinny person that is eating terribly. Yeah, because a lot of, I mean, I've seen it working with students for so long. Mm -hmm. You see students who, when they're teenagers, they can eat everything. Mm -hmm. But then they get into their 20s, late 20s. I mean, I've had students older. And you see that those habits didn't help them in the long run Mm -hmm. because their metabolism slowed down Mm -hmm. and they blew up. Right. Because they never learned the healthy habit. Right. And even then, if you're just eating unhealthy, you just don't feel as good as you could. It, that's a fact. And that's what I want to kind of shift to. If somebody does want to start being healthy and feeling yeah. good and yeah. living that lifestyle, what are some questions they can start to ask themselves to get in that mindset? I think they need to start with saying, okay, what does a, 
a typical day for a healthy me, what would it look like? Mm -hmm. Because again, every person's different. You're at a different stage in life. You may be young and single. You may uh, be married. You may be married with kids. You may be retired, whatever. Um, But what is a typical day look like for me if I was healthy. Mm -hmm. And I think if a person just starts thinking like that, what do I enjoy doing? Mm -hmm. What could I incorporate into my life health wise that I would like to do? Right? You know, maybe it's going for a walk and listening to a book or a podcast or something. Yeah, watching a show while you do something, you Mm -hmm. know, someone may love that, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, but going to play tennis, but you find those things and say, Okay, what could I do to incorporate that? And then I think you think about your eating. Mm-hmm. What does a healthy day of eating look like to me? Mm-hmm. And it's not that weird, okay, I'm going to only eat broccoli mm-hmm. morning, noon, and night. Well, yeah. nobody wants that. Yeah. What's a good variety? What's foods you like that you can incorporate that would make you actually enjoy your day and yeah. still be healthy? Yeah, you're exactly right. I love that you included phase of life in mm-hmm. that because that is important. I mean... If you're a person that is young and you go to the gym and you love it, you're like, that's my safe place. I've had friends like that. Yeah. The gym is their place to just get away. Mm-hmm. And they love being there for an hour and a half and two hours. That's awesome. But when you're a parent, yeah, you're not going to have two hours to yeah. be away, to just, to just be at the gym. But that's okay because maybe you can shift it to... I take my kids to the park and play with them for two hours. Mm-hmm. Or you, I take my kids to the backyard and we throw the Frisbee and the football around for an hour or something like that. Yeah. You're still incorporating motion into your life, which gives you the majority of the benefits. Yeah. But you're also not trying to work against the phase of your life. Mm-hmm. You're working with your phase of life. You can turn the very things that were an obstacle into an asset. Yeah, and I think that's where... That. If you have long-term thinking, it's easier to do that because you're going to have to shift. Things are going to happen. Life Mm -hmm. is going to change. But being healthy is an attitude, not so much this one thing is what makes me healthy. Right. No, it's an attitude. It's what do you enjoy? What's fun to you? Finding those things, incorporating them, that's what kind of helps you do that. Um, I think what people can do is what kind of food do I like? You know, what kind of food am I eating? I think if people just even sat down and thought about how much do I eat of what I eat? You know, how easy is it for me to sit down and eat a giant bag of chips that I bought at Sam's? Right. And and we're going to jump into that uh, in depth next week. Yeah, because people we will. You got to develop that awareness. That's foundational. It is. And a lot of people just eat mindlessly. Mm -hmm. And I think just bringing awareness to what you eat. I think helps you have that, oh, wait a minute, do I need this? Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm eating too much of this. Yeah. Am I actually hungry or do I just have a craving? Yeah. Yeah. You know, do I just not feel like working out or mm-hmm. do I really not have the time to? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you 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 ask those questions. What am I doing to work out? Am I doing anything to work out? What do I enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like some people like other people with them, mm-hmm. you know, so they want to go walk like... When I go run at a track nearby in the morning, there's a lot of people who are just walking. Mm -hmm. And for me, I prefer to exercise just on my own. Mm -hmm. Just because for the time thing, it started when y'all were kids because I only had a limited amount of time. Mm -hmm. So connecting with another person, doing that, doing this, it just got to be too hard. So I started doing it by myself, listening to books or podcasts or whatever. And it just makes it for me, that's what I enjoy. 
Yeah. But a lot of people go with somebody and they talk while they walk. And y'all, don't be afraid to test stuff out. Exactly. Like you can try a sport mm-hmm. and if you hate the sport, you can stop and switch to something else. Yeah. Find what you like. Yeah. You can do, like you said earlier, walking and listening to a book. Mm-hmm. If that's boring as all get out to you, find something else. Yeah. Don't Guarantee do it. Guarantee you there's something yeah. that's at least pretty cool to you now you may not just be like oh i can't wait to get out there and get moving but eventually once you begin to feel the effects of having good habits long term Mm -hmm. you will start to you're going to start to want to like i can tell if i haven't worked out in a long time yeah you can uh it affects you but that only comes from testing things and developing that habit over which is part of the long-term view exactly All right, let's go ahead and jump into the question and answer section for the day. The first one had to do with our illustration from last week. Someone said, uh, Reese, do you really want to look like The Rock? If not, who's the person that is an unrealistic standard for you? Man, I'll tell you the truth. I do not want to look like The Rock. I really don't. Um, I would be so buff, I would intimidate my wife. She is intimidated by muscular people, people that are like too jacked. Yeah. She's like, oh. So you know i want her to like me so i the rock's not the person uh for me i'd say my unrealistic standard is probably jeff cavalier from athlean x and the reason is because he's in his late 40s and he's more in shape than most people i've ever met in my life my dude's still got a six-pack he's still like like his biceps are crazy he's he can just do whatever and so he's just a very very good athlete and he's older Mm-hmm. And the reason that's the unrealistic standard for me is because I want to have long-term health, which is good. Yeah. yeah. But he's definitely at a point where like he's training professional athletes. It's his job to come out with good workout programs, to do good supplements, to do all this stuff. And for me, it's not my job. And so I'm not going to be able to put as much time into it as yeah. he is. And so I have to kind of curb my expectations there. Yeah. What about you? Um, for me, I think, you know, as you get older, it changes a little bit. Like for me, just recently seeing the new Top Gun movie come out and I realized that Tom Cruise is, I think, three or four years older than I am. Mm. And the dude just looks fantastic for right. his age. And he doesn't look like he's had work done. I mean, I don't know. But if it's had work, it's been really good work. Yeah. Um, but just even seeing that as, as, as a man who's older, you, you still kind of get that, well, I don't look like Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, so, so there's still some of that there. But, you know, he's a movie star. That's what he does. So his whole life is built around that. He's supposed to be very disciplined, mm-hmm. eating, healthiness, all that. So he's probably given a whole lot more time to it than I have. Yeah. And in some cases, it's just not worth it. It's like. Not. I'll give you an example from my guy, Jeff Cavalier. He eats one dessert a year. Mm-hmm. He has he has carrot cake on his birthday. Yeah. Y'all, I, I don't want one dessert a year. I want yeah. one dessert a day. Yeah. I honestly want three desserts a day I like if dessert. I'm being real. I got a sweet tooth. Yeah. And so for me, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Like I it the six pack is not worth only having one piece of cake a year. It's yeah. just not to me. Yeah. And and that's okay because my goal's health. It's not to have to look like this person. Yeah. Health does not mean a six-pack. No. No, it doesn't. 
Let's go ahead and move on to the next question. Do body image issues stop as you get older? I feel like you can speak to this one a little bit more effectively, Dad. Yeah, actually it doesn't. Um, your comparison changes. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times you compare yourself to people your age, mm -hmm. um, which the weirdest thing about getting older is you realize that other people consider you old. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm mid 50s. So when I was young, mid 50s was ancient of days. Mm -hmm. Now I'm mid 50s. And I'm like, I don't I'm not that old, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah. to someone who's 25, they're like, you're Methuselah, you know, <laughs> it's just it's very different. So uh, but you still find yourself um, kind of comparing yourself looking, what do I look like? Do I have a dad bod and all these? Mm -hmm. Do I look like, you know, grandpa? Um, you still find yourself doing that and you have to fight it. The good thing about getting older, though, is you realize what's really important. Right. And I think the more secure you become, and again, it goes back to that long-term thinking, you figure out, okay, what's healthy for me? Right. I don't have to look like someone, I don't have to be someone, but I need to be the best I can be. Right. And I think that's always a goal for whoever you are the rest of your life. Um, but I think the one good thing about getting older is you kind of get to that. The mm -hmm. thing that bothers me is when I see people my age like classmates or people like that, who are still acting like teenagers, mm -hmm. which is very depressing to me for them, mm -hmm. because they still feel this pressure of, oh, I got to look good for the ladies and all this. And it's mm -hmm. like, dude, you're in your mid 50s. Nobody cares. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you should give up. But it's not about trying to look like you're young again, right? No one cares, right? I mean, do your best have, you know, skincare routines, all that. That's fine. But but it's not an absolute necessity for your image. Right. I, I agree with that. I mean, even I'm 26, but I can say that I care more about my health now than I do about purely looks. Exactly. I still want to be healthy. Yeah. I think that's reflected in like the workout program I'm doing right now. I'm focusing on working on my posture. Mm -hmm. So like nobody's ever going to be like, man, one day I want to have posture like that guy. Yeah, that yeah. guy's got the best posture. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not all about looks. Yeah. But I just I want to have good posture for the rest of my life. I don't yeah. want to be one of those older people that's like hunched forward, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah. And college me probably wouldn't have cared quite as much. Yeah. Because he was more like, well, I got to, you know, have the flat stomach and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. But me now is like, hey, you know, I want to have a straight back, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I do think if you mature as a person, mm -hmm. body image will become less of a central issue. Yeah. I don't now, think you should ever stop to where you just give up. No. Because that's, that's not healthy. You want to be healthy. You yeah. want to be healthy. But, but you don't... Uh, you don't obsess over it like you used to. Exactly. And I think that's that's probably the best way to put it. Final question. What are a few actionable steps that young men can take to prepare themselves to be better fathers? This question was sent in. Yeah. It's we a did rumor. not make this one up. It sounds yeah. like we made it up, but we didn't. Yeah. But I'll say it one more time. What are some actionable steps young men can take to prepare themselves to be better fathers? I think if a young man wants to be a better father that the way he does it is by becoming a better young man mm. and when i say that i mean holistically mm. physically spiritually emotionally mentally yeah the more you grow yourself the more you grow your emotions your mind uh, the more you have self-control those things the more you grow spiritually those things are going to make you a better man 
which will make you a better father. Yeah. It's not a matter of I have to turn on the father switch. Mm-hmm. Being a father is just living your life before right. your kids. And they're going to see your, your good, your bad, everything. Mm-hmm. You're a real person. Yeah. But the more you grow yourself, the more secure you become yeah. in who you are as a man, you'll become a better dad. Because yeah. secure fathers raise secure kids. Yeah. Even if it's a father who's trying to grow in security, it's still better for his kids. Because as they see you grow, then they develop that attitude of growth. And I think that's what a lot of men have to do. It's not so much on, oh, I got to make a lot of money, I got to do this, and I got to do that. Those are roles you fill. But it's really about how you're growing. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to become better? And the better you become, you'll be a good dad. Because yeah. um, if you learn how to serve people, how to care for others, how to have compassion, those are all aspects you need to be a better father. If you learn how to relate to people, have conversations, ask questions, that's what being a dad is. Yeah. I mean, I think you're 100% right. I guess the one thing that I would emphasize about that is I know for my own life, something God's been speaking to me is remembering more and more that. I'm not just an individual. I'm part of a bigger whole. Yeah. Um, I'm not just one person. I'm part of a family. I'm part of a church. I'm part of a community. And when we begin to, because like our culture really does emphasize the individual. Mm-hmm. It's all about what stuff can offer you. It's kind yeah. of consumerism. Yeah. You know, like what's your what's your church offer you? What kind of school would benefit you the most yeah. to go to? You know, what kind of friends would be most helpful for you to hang out with? And so it's all seen through the lens of what can people do for me? Yeah. But I feel like beginning to view the community more and beginning to look outward and beginning to see that you're part of a bigger picture is a key thing to being a better father. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a, it's about me attitude, your kids will suffer for it. You know, you'll come back home, hard day from work, and you're going to say, kids, get out of my face. I just want to watch TV. Yeah. And they're going to miss out on making those memories with you Mm -hmm. versus a, you know, I am tired. I admit that. I'll go to bed, you know, right after my kids go to bed. But I'm, dang it, I'm gonna play with my kids. You know, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna make some memories. I may be glazed over a little bit, but I'm gonna be there. Yeah. And so being able to have that mentality, I think, is important. Yeah, and it's learning how to sacrifice yourself. Yeah. Um, not not giving up on yourself. Yeah. It's you different. know, being healthy. We're talking about that, but but as a dad, I mean. It's your wife, your kids. They need you to serve them, to sacrifice for them. That's what being a man is. It is. And I think that's where you remember when Paul talks about, you know, for a husband to love his wife and to like die to himself for his wife. That's what that means. Yeah. It's the practical everyday decisions. It's not the one big decision. Exactly. So I think that would be the biggest thing I'd say. Yeah, that's good. Well, I think that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the Hey Dad podcast. If you have any questions or any topics that you would like to be able to look at in the future, I think we're about over halfway. So uh, we would love for you guys to be able to uh, give us some direction on what would help you the most. So send that to us and you have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page 
at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.